After choosing to stay and play for Coach Hopkins, the program saw immediate success. Now, the leaders of this team, Noah, David, and Matisse, cemented their legacies as Husky legends, leading Washington back to the tournament for the first time since 2011. This is Husky Hardcourt from Sports Illustrated, Husky Maven. I'm Jake. I'm Trevor. And Noah is now suffering from his choices of beverages from New Year's Eve. (laughs) And we are like Murphy, Connor, and Rocco. Oh, oh, um, who's Rocco? Spoiler alert, uh, he dies. He does die. Uh, Boondock Saints. Yes. We you can are on kill the, you... everyone. <laughs> you are on fire. Rocco is by far the best part of that entire movie. Oh, yeah. When he tells his girlfriend to sh- would you just shut, shut up? up? Uh, have you seen the second one? Nope. And I oh my god told I will not. It's it's not horrible. Is Willem Dafoe in the second one? I can't remember. If he's not, I'm not watching it. I know he plays a really good part in the first one. There was a fireball. <laughs> I love yeah he I love I love when Dafoe tells the one cop that he's always wrong, but but he ends up being yeah, right. Every it was time. a big freaking guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Obviously, they've all decided to stick with Coach Hopkins. I couldn't imagine the how it would feel to have a coach get fired out from underneath you uh, with a recruiting class coming that would have been, I think it was number one in the nation at the time, and sticking with Hopkins. But it turned out to be a great decision because now look where this Husky program is. You know, and really, everybody wanted to give Romar one more year and one more year and one more year. And I think me personally... I think it was the right time. I think that everybody always knew Romar was a really good recruiter, but in-game management is not his strong suit. It worked out just fine. Coach Hop has had a couple of good recruiting classes. This one in particular is great. So he's picking up where Romar left off. Yeah, and he's really brought buzz back to the program that was pretty dead. Matisse, you you were always a a good defensive player, but – what was it about hop system that allowed you to be so successful? <laughs> it was, it was the fact that I had four guys behind me. to come So you could just gamble. <laughs> like if, if, if you think about it, in, in, in a man defense, like you mess up your coverage, like, okay, they go score. Like in our zone, I would go just make reckless plays. And if I messed up, we had Noah under the hoop or we had Dave guarding the, like the three point line and the uh, free throw line. And it was like my bases were covered. So, like, I had a lot – I had a way longer leash than probably most, now, people, most people Transitioning have. a little bit to your NBA career so far, you've, um, you've changed a, a little bit of the way that um, defense has been played in where you, you're still given that, that uh, freedom to – yeah, I'm gonna be you know, gambling. get a block the guy from I'll back. I'm seeing that he's gambling. I, no, no, no. Call how he's gambling. I see it. I'm a Sixers fan, bro. Stop with that. Okay, lock, lock so, so you can lock say that. that. I'm trying to get him to come back on the show someday. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to say he's letting this guy go so he can get those tip blocks. Um, is that because, do you think, uh, the way that Hop allowed you to play – that showed NBA execs, specifically the 76ers, to allow you to play your style of defense that's been so successful for you? Um, yeah, I mean, they, it was 
what was cool about my situation is like they knew what they were getting when they drafted me. They they were able to see. I, like, I had two years where I like led. I was the Pac-12 defense player of the year, so like I I was in a position where I sh- got to showcase myself on like a pretty large scale. And I mean, my biggest struggle when getting to the league was just actually I had to I've had to dial it back right. so much. <laughs> And like I'm still gambling and still reaching and still getting beat, but like I'm probably like doing five percent of what I used to do because like at this level you just I mean not even at this level but I don't have when we ran our zone we were such a like we we were a unit like David Dave you could speak to this like you knew when I was gonna go make my records plays and you were able to go <laughs> oh, yeah, we were all on, we, yeah we were all on strings yeah we were all on strings everybody everybody would just move together. And then so like all right, Matisse went for this. Okay, he didn't get it. Okay, he might get the next one. But all right, Dave came over and got it. And Matisse <laughs> was spot. You know, I'm stepping yeah. up because you know, like we were just all in sync. That's you know, it was all in sync, and all the all those zones were covered. Now, David, did uh, Coach Hopkins have any conversations with you? about um, how he wanted you to run the offense. Because I saw, just as a casual fan, I saw a major difference in your game going from the Romar system to the hop system, not just handling the ball, but having the freedom to attack the basket more. Um, uh-huh. What were those conversations like with him and the rest of the offensive staff? Um, I mean, a lot of it was just them just um... – because Hop had uh, been watching, he, he like already watched me because since I went to Brewster, you know, I was I'm around the East Coast, right. and, um, and so he had just seen, you know, he'd seen me play, he was familiar with me, and then um, so when he came in, it was kind of just like, um, you know, he knew how the past two years went and everything, and so he just told me just to, he never really, uh, if I made a mistake. He never like really got on me at all. Obviously, he got on me, but he never made that be where a point where I felt like where I, it would ever get in my head at all. It was kind of just like um, you know, he was just, it was a growing process, a learning process, and he was just he was fully you know in it with me, and so it was kind of just like a you know just a just a relax and just play your game, the game you've been playing your whole life and everything, and then it's just um, and then obviously just. Just teaching me things, you know, just like this tempo and just getting the ball moving side to side and just in where we're success, where we're successful at with our team and stuff. When we get that ball moved around the court, when we get it into Noah, so that teams can get on attention and he can dominate down there or kick out the open shooters. You got Peace there and you got me, Jalen, and all them guys. So it was, you know, it was pretty much him just sticking with me, really, just through me being able to make any mistakes and, and letting me have that room to, uh, to make errors and stuff so I can, you know, make progress. You know, the trust that he showed, especially in you three, Dominic and Jalen, to, um, to, to really be yourselves and, and trust that your games grow, uh, to where they want to be, I think was really important. And uh, Noah, you talked about how you loved it when he came in because he put a lot of the focal point of the offense on you to make those decisions. Um, so for our shooters, uh, d- Noah, you can talk about this a little bit. You knew where they were going to be. And how quickly do you feel that these guys really found the correct places for them to be to get those open jumpers from you? Oh, I mean, I mean, when I said open jumper, I mean wide open. I'm like, I'm like you're yeah. by yourself for like three, four, five seconds. Ain't nobody in front of you. 
because everybody jumped off. So, like, I mean, like, just knowing the offense, it was just, like, I just, it's like, once they figured out the spots where, oh, uh, if he gets double team on, on the left block, uh, if I stand right here, because my man's going to have to help off because somebody cuts, you know what I mean? If I stand right here, he can see me. Oh, it's kick, kick, it was, I'll just kick it out, you know? They just, like, they just floated to the right spots, you know? And, nice. um, and and once 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 you understood a couple games in where those spots are, I promise you every time I got the ball in the post, they were filled. <laughs> right. Perfect. Now, of course, I want all the, the game that really showed that Washington basketball was back on the map uh, was the win against Arizona, your guys's junior year. What was that when, when you saw Dominic's shot go through the hoop? Um what what was your experience seeing the dog pack rush the floor? Did you guys feel at that point that all of your hard work um, had finally gotten to the point where maybe we were going to start being looked at as a national program again? Well, the first thing I thought about after he made the shot and after you know when the dog passed on the court was like getting out of the getting out of out of the dog pile because it was hot. It was hot. It was, it was hot in there. I'm not even gonna lie to you. It was hot. It was hot. It was a cool experience, but it was hot to get up out of there. But um, uh, I mean, I, I we that whole week was a great week for all of us, and um, and for the program in general. So I, uh, I honestly thought those two wins for us was that those two games would bring put us into the tournament. I honestly, thought so. So um, were you guys I, were you guys pissed as a group that you didn't get in that year? Yes. Oh yes. Oh oh yes yes. So it would be Kansas, like in a basic home game for them. Yeah, pretty much. Yes, oh, yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh we was pissed. Oh no, we was pissed. Like I was like, wow. Yeah, that one, that one yeah, hurt. hurt. Like look, we made up for a senior year and then we we did one step forward and won a game. So that Arizona game might be like one of my most ever like I'll never have that feeling again. Like I was that was the most that's the craziest surreal. Like I'm I'm having goosebumps right now, if y'all could see me. I'm having goosebumps just thinking about it. Like watching the mm-hmm. shot go in the basket, like yeah, and how about for you guys? What was that? I know for me, like, it was it was such a cool experience because it, it was, like, the perfectly imperfect game. <laughs> like, my like, man blocked the shot to like, dog, we, you know what I mean? Right? <laughs> yeah. Like, we won a game because the game-winning shot got blocked <laughs> to the three-point line, and then we hit a game winner. Like, it was just, like, the fact that it wasn't perfect but ended up being the perfect win, like, I think that's what makes it all the better. And then the fact... I mean, aside from the fact that Noah dominated and all that stuff, like yeah, 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 but it was. I mean, it was so fun. I, I mean, being on the court watching a shot go in. Yeah, I like it was question. a slow motion. Yeah, without a question, it's crazy. Yeah, that's definitely. That's a feeling, man. You can't even explain. You know, it's something when you're just you know, when you're there, you just. It's the feeling you really can't explain because it's just it's stuff you dream about. Like every you know, you're a kid, you want you see all this stuff on ESPN with uh, crowds storming the court and stuff. But to actually be a part of the game and be the players on the team that won and they experience all of that, man. And especially with people that you're not not even just teammates, like guys you're literally went through hell with and like you guys are brothers and to experience that all through everything we have been through it was just like it was yeah. you know it was just a feeling i can't explain yeah like it's like th- and think about like we went all our sophomore year losing like that and so just the, the next year just doing stuff like that winning games like that like, it was just like it was a great moment like it was just amazing 
obviously you said you were pissed you didn't get in. Your expectations your senior year were to win the conference. Um, you guys weren't picked in the preseason polls. You were picked higher than you had been in a while. What were those conversations that summer like as you were going into your senior years? Oh, I didn't even see the polls. I don't even know. Um, I don't. I mean, let's let's work out. This is our last year. Hey, let's let's rock out. Let's work out. Work our hardest and get to where we need to get to. Yeah. Like yeah, senior year, it was just like um, you know, we we knew what we what we had just did that junior year, and like me and me and Tease would always just. Keep that. Uh, keep this reminder in our head. Like when we went to our to the Pac-12 media day our junior year, when they have the players, um, kind of towards the end where they they they're asking the questions and asking you guys about your season and stuff like that. Like they didn't ask us any questions about basketball. They literally asked us asked us about us playing ping pong earlier in the day against some of other the other players. Like I remember this, that. Yeah, like the disrespect was so mm-hmm. – it was just like we was going to hold on to that and keep that chip on our shoulder. So it was like senior year, let's show everybody like that last year wasn't a fluke and and that they robbed us. Like we should have been – we should have been in, but, you know, let's show them this year that it's, we're, we're serious and, you know, we handle business. You know, I remember that. And Matisse, it seemed like they wanted to talk to you more about your name than anything about Husky basketball as well. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember that too. It, and it was just – it was a weird feeling, I think, for Dave and I walking away, just like like they really yeah, didn't right. care about us. Like, like we're, we were just like – they were just going through the motions with us. And, and then we, and then we won the league us. with three weeks to go. But let, let's see. Oh, absolutely <laughs> dominated the league. Right. We won the league with three weeks to go. You guys finally see Washington pop out as the number nine seed. Um, you guys have made it back to the tournament after seven years of Washington missing out. What does that legacy mean to you guys? Uh, to me, it just means like Coach Hop is going to be at Washington for a long time. <laughs> I love it for a for a long time <laughs> for a long time. And I and I'm gonna sit here and I'm I'm gonna tell my kids this right. I'm gonna tell my kids this. I started his run. <laughs> oh yeah. I, run. Yeah. I love it. He is going to I truly believe that he's going to be there for like how Coach Baham is at Syracuse. He's going to be there for a long time. And he's a great coach. And I can understand that because I talked about the Gonzaga game, how he was switching from man to zone. He's going <laughs> to be there a long time. And like I, just to be able to say that I helped and started his run of fame at Washington, uh, it's gonna be amazing. That is awesome. That's funny. I think, um, I think for me and, and probably David could probably relate a little bit too. Like being from Washington and just like watching the Huskies growing up, and just like watching the the fall off, and then just seeing them be out of the conversation for so long, and then you know be like the kid living out your dream, playing for the University of Washington, and then actually be a part of that team that that brought them back and put them back on the map, I think is, is going to be special and something that we'll be reminded of for a while as like they continue to get better and continue to be a name amongst college basketball. Oh yeah. For, like definitely agree with T saying like, man, just being, being from here and just seeing, seeing that whole fall off, seeing how bad it got and hearing and seeing, reading what everybody had to say about us. Like, oh man. You, you can only imagine like there's, 
there's man, this the stuff we 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 saw like the people the expectations what they thought we would be and stuff after Romar left and um just to for everything to end up playing out how it played out with the exact group of guys I was there like I wouldn't want to do it wouldn't want to do it with any other group of guys at all if I was to do it again and it was just being able to put the whole state you know put the whole state in Washington and the University of Washington back on the map you know it's something that's um it's something that you know you'll you'll you tell your kids about and you'll have stories that you can tell forever and um and people will always remember you you know just simply off that you know this look at look at you like husky legends for life no yes no hey those those were fantastic i grew up in in on whidbey island up in washington so Mm -hmm. i grew up watching and loving and idolizing Gary Payton. And obviously, Matisse, you broke his Pac-12 record. I'm super happy mm-hmm. that uh, if it had to be anybody, I'm really happy it was you. Now, I want to ask oh, the other two, watching him mature as a defender, when did you know that him breaking that record was a possibility? Oh, junior year. <laughs> no doubt. Oh, my God, junior year. <laughs> well, you having games like five, six steals a game. Like, who's doing that? Like, who's doing yeah. that? Like, who's doing Come on. And I, I'm a, I'm gonna be real, like, cause I obviously I didn't know. Um, I can't tell the future, not knowing in the future, not knowing I'm gonna go play in the Pac-12. But I could have told you, dude, was gonna be some extremely special on defense from the first game I played him. He blocked my very first two jump shots, and I've never had my threes blocked. And it was like <laughs> that was another reason why I hated him. But, uh, yep. He was uh, man, the dude has just got instinct, instincts, and just. Like a like man, you can't even explain it. It's weird. We call him Spider Man. Yeah, bro, and I just want to say, I was the first one to tell him congrats when he broke the record in uh, in the game. <laughs> <That's awesome. laughs> yeah, you did. You did. That's awesome. Man, remember now, when? Hey, remember when, in the Coach Romar days when it, when you couldn't throw Matisse's way in practice? Oh yeah, it was over. Oh, it was over. <laughs> yeah, when we used to play man all the time, or you could never throw his way. He was always in the passing lane. It was over with. It was over with. You said you couldn't. I couldn't stand that. I couldn't stand. You could not run the play his side. Man, that's awesome. Well, um, Matisse, obviously, congratulations on on breaking that record. Um, I know it means a lot to you. Thanks. It means a lot to to Washington fans. You and Jalen were were first teamers. Noah, you were just a, a an honorable mention, and David, you didn't make a list. Right, I think that's criminal. And um, the whole the whole starting lineup should have made it. Well, we beat we, absolutely. We, we, we beasted the entire Pac-12 the entire absolutely. year. Absolutely, did it, the whole the entire year. We beasted them the whole the whole league. Like yes, you know, like the whole league. No. But yeah, and we just I just want to say in behalf of Husky Nation, we really appreciate what you guys did. Um, you guys, you three, um, plus the rest of that group will be known as the guys that get them back. And Noah, I loved what you said about you're the one that set up Hopkins for a lifetime, uh, contract. Um, no, yeah, for sure. Most we're, definitely. we're really excited to see where you guys are at. Um, if you guys want, um, you can kind of talk about where you're at now, what you're doing, where people can follow you and see your stuff. Okay. Well, I'm Matisse Stiebel. You can follow me at. Uh, you can you can, uh, you can catch me Shut on up, uh, catch me on, Shut up. on TNT on Saturday night. No, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, so you guys know I was just on Noah. I'm out in Israel. I actually just got cut from my old team. I met you on a new team now. I start practice tomorrow. Yay! Uh, another team in Israel. 
So, but you can follow me on Instagram, Twitter at ndickerson15. Uh, but yeah, that's me. Go ahead. And of course, you can hear him on every uh, single every uh, every, sing, every single course. week. Yeah, Podcast. every single. Of course, of course, of course, that one. And um, <laughs> David Crisp. Uh, I just actually got surgery a few weeks ago on my knee, so I'm just in a in a process of healing, getting right, getting everything taken care of, and then. Um, you know, then I'll be I'll start playing pro after that, and uh, definitely keep everybody updated. You know, via social media. <laughs> hey, well, we really appreciate it, guys. Thanks for uh, thanks for yeah, taking well, the time. I, th- I think we should end on this very funny story, though. The last story. Oh, I was gonna bring this up. Thank you. Uh, the, the last story. So, Matisse, remember the funniest weight room story oh, ever? Yeah. The, the, the funniest <laughs> thing that happened in the weight room ever. All whole four years of college. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll tell the story. So we're all doing the max bench press test, and you know what I mean? There's a guy spotting, yada, yada, yada. And so Markel goes up, right? So the whole team's watching, all the coaches are there watching. And, and, so, and so we're all like, all right. He's like, so he's getting ready on the bar, okay? He says, one, two, three. They help lift the bar up off the uh, – off the rack, right? And then whoever spawned him lets go. And like, I don't know what happened to his arms, but like, they just stopped working. Like, they just stopped working. Crush my boy whole neck. Oh, no. Oh, my God. And, And like, the messed up part about it is like dudes is trying to help him, but they're not trying to laugh, so they're holding their face. Dudes is turning away. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, but that was we almost killed Like it was that was by far the funniest moment in the weight room at you though, by far. Like that was that was that, that's that's no that's hard to end up. That that's hard to end up. There you have it. This group of seniors that led Washington back to the tournament, Coach Hop built a foundation of success to be built upon. As in all years three to pursue come. professional careers, they will always be known as Sons of Washington and legends in the eyes of Husky fans. And thanks to those seniors for sticking it out. This has been Husky Hardcourt. Tell your friends to subscribe, rate, and review on our favorite podcast platform, and give us those five stars. Let's <laughs> eat them up. For more great daily Husky content, check out si.com forward slash college forward slash Washington, including our other show, Jake's favorite show, Fourth and Inches, a Husky podcast that covers the Washington Huskies football program. Go dogs! Go dogs!